0: to my podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and this is The Black Eye. I hope you are having a great day today. I know I am. I recorded a great show earlier, came back, thought, you know, I had to put something really good together, only to find out that I did not plug in the microphone. So, swell day. But I hope your day is much better than mine. It's really nice. It's not too humid, not too hot. The sun was out a little bit. You know, it was, it was pretty nice. Almost, almost, almost perfect. Not quite, but almost. Well, you might have heard that Pfizer has been approved by the FDA. And the left, the neocons, the crazy people, are now screaming into the uh, F, uh, what is it the, the atmosphere or the atmosphere and they're trying to tell people now that there is no excuse for you not getting the vaccine. It is now approved, Pfizer vaccine of course, by the FDA. And that troubled me because that didn't make me feel any better at all. Because I recall Pfizer having billions of dollars of lawsuits in the past. Oh, my God, this is 2021. So, what? As long as I have been alive, there has been lawsuits against Pfizer for some weird and crazy things. Uh, an $8 billion deadly drug test. What was that? Um uh, what is the name of that drug? I can't remember it. They used to advertise it, Centrex or something like that. Centrex for smoking, helping people to for smoke, helping people to quit smoking. And then it was um, uh, back in two thousand. Oh, this is November first, two thousand nineteen. The Federal High Court in Abuja granted the Nigerian government's request to serve summons. Pfizer was sued in Nigerian court for $8.5 billion and they were administering, well they were testing drug, drugs on Nigerian children without their permission. Drug testing on children. Um, so, excuse me, this, this came out, it's not 2019, 2009 this article came out. Yeah. And uh, so, Pfizer has had troubling, troubling, a pharmaceutical that has been a troubling presence in the pharmaceutical industry, constantly being sued, Uh, and I don't know exactly what happened in that lawsuit. Oh, I see here another lawsuit. Pfizer, northern state of Canada, was proposed. proposed. They did some pretty shady things in this case. Um, they denied wrongdoing, of course, but I, uh, I believe they were experimenting on Nigerian children, and that's why they uh, pursued for $8.5 billion. So of course, it was pretty hush hushed and uh, I don't know what happened with that. I'm going to try to look that up because that's very interesting. That, that was some time ago, 2009, I think, 2008, 2009. That's not too long ago when we think about it. This is, what, 2000? Yeah. This is 2021. So that's not long ago. It's not long ago at all. And um, so Pfizer is the vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine is the one that gets approved, which doesn't bode well for me, doesn't give me any kind of security, doesn't make me feel better, uh, doesn't um, bolster confidence in the vaccine at all. Pfizer is the first one. And now that one vaccine has been approved, now they're going to use the vaccine. They're going to, you know, start forcing people, as as, as if they're not forcing people, to get the vaccine even more so. They're just going to, you know. They're really, really, really strong-arming this. Strong-arming it to, it's just insane. They're not thinking about you as a person. They're not thinking about your concerns. They're not thinking about black people at all. And, and just addressing black people. And their concerns. And their hesitancy. And why they should get it. They don't care. They don't care. And it's terrifying. It is terrifying. Truly, truly terrifying. Oh, Lord. So, it's coming to an end, the unemployment benefits and all the big businesses. I don't know why it always has to be old white men who are complaining that people are getting this little assistance from the government, this temporary assistance, when you have billionaires. And I I talked about this before. Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos were competing to build something for the United States of America. Elon Musk won the bid, and Jeff Bezos got his butt hurt and his feelings hurt, and decided that he wanted to sue, uh, for nine two point nine billion dollars, because he felt he should have won, the, the bid, but he didn't win, but he still gets he still wants two point nine billion dollars, and Congress, uh, to my knowledge, I'm not certain. You can definitely correct me on that. Um, you know they're probably going to give it to. Him. They're going to give it to me, $2.9 billion. But your little unemployment check that helps you out because, you know, unemployment is crap. It's two-thirds of what you're making, and if you were making crap, then it's two-thirds of that. And the $300 helps you eke by while the government uh, and, and all its officials, the authoritarians, um, uh, render you non-essential, disposable. And they're having conniption fits over it. Oh my God, it's keeping people from work. Time and time again, it is not keeping people from work. There may be 10 million jobs, but they're not necessarily all located in all across the United States of America. Some places in tourist places, some places in other places. But they're not 10 million jobs just waiting for people in other places. Some of these jobs you really have to be qualified for. And a lot of people aren't. We're not talking about the real issue here that most people in the service industry were just about fed up in 2019 and were about to walk off. They were done. There was going to be some kind of mass explosion going on. And I'm sorry to say this, but COVID 19 gave everybody a breather, some time to cool off, some time to walk away, some time to reassess. And now, it's coming to an end and they they want you to get that vaccine because it's not really even about anything other than money businesses want you to go back to work they don't care about the delta variant they don't care about the lambda variant they don't care about whether or not uh, the the virus the vaccines work or not they don't care they want you to feel confident enough to go back in there take that vaccine and return to normal It's a power grab, yes, but it's a power grab for not only the government, but for big business. Because who's doing all the talking here, big business? Who's who's in here censoring people? Big business at the behest of the government, no doubt, but big business is doing all the talking. They want you not, they, they're really, they are the bulldozer that's ready to... Plowed to, to drive you to the edge of the cliff. But they're in for a rude awakening. Because people had too much time to think. Too much time to concentrate. Too much time. And now, 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 people are, you know, it's, it's not going to be like it was pre-COVID. It's not going to be like it was pre-COVID. It's not the same. The world isn't the same. People aren't thinking the same. People aren't feeling the same. That's why they want to keep January 6th on your mind. So so it deters you from any stirring. Oh, you see what they did? You know, you can't even protest now because any protest or any grumbling looks like, you know, that T word terrorism. They want to tie it all up together in a nice bow. And they want to say, see, if you protest this, you must be a terrorist, even though nobody's threatening anything. But that's what they want you to believe. January 6th was terrorism. It wasn't. I mean, anybody who looked at it saw that it was a riot that got under control. They let uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter riot all over the place. They're still rioting in Portland. Still going. They filled the streets of Washington, D.C. They bullied people. They spit on people. They killed people. They were all, oh, they weren't in any danger. They Nobody did anything to them. They wrote a letter and said, Don't touch them. They, and and the, the doctors said, Encourage the, the people to go out and protest for George Floyd. They encouraged them, even though we were in a pandemic and we should stay in place and wear a mask at all times. They don't care. The hypocrisy is real. The hypocrisy is real. I had a great article earlier. I'm so upset right now, and it was about uh, the hypocrisy of, um, the hypocrisy of the left, and how they tell you that you should have. Uh, well, c- case in point, Obama. Had a big party. No masks, no social distancing. They were dancing and having a good time. If anybody, if Trump had done that, they would have called that a super spread. If anybody else has done that, shoot, um, right here in New York City last year, the governor or the mayor went into a synagogue, said police them. There was practically a riot. The people were worshiping and praying. And they're sending police door to door to make sure that there aren't people in the house praying. That's on YouTube. But they have a party. You know, Obama gets to have a party. This, what is this, past weekend, Nancy Pelosi has a fundraiser out in Napa Valley. You see any masks on these people? Did you see any social distancing? They weren't doing any of those things, but they want to screw your life over, and they want to they want to um, coerce you. They want to bend your arm. They want to mess with your money and mess with your family. Rules for thee, but not for me. That's the motto. And then they wonder why people. Have uh, hesitancy. And people have hesitancy. Why do they have, um, you know, vaccine hesitancy? And people are getting tired of mask, no mask, this, not this. And let me just add: it's time for Fauci to go. He is no longer a reliable voice of reason. He's no longer the scientist. I don't even want to see his little should be facing. I don't want to see him. The CDC, you ain't got nothing for me. Keep it moving. I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to see nothing. I'm tired of listening to it. They told you, oh, the vaccines work. Oh, the vaccine. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about anything. Breakthrough cases. You don't have to worry about that. And now they're trying to suppress how many breakthrough cases are really happening. Fully vaccinated people are getting COVID. But who are they blaming for this? Oh, it's the unvaccinated. It's the disease of the unvaccinated. I'm not saying vaccinated people are not susceptible. Of course they are. But it turns out that the vaccinated people also are susceptible. Then they walked it back and they said, oh, well, you know, no vaccine is 100% effective. But how many cases of breakthrough polio did you know about? How many cases of breakthrough mumps have you heard about? It's crazy. It's absolutely, positively crazy. So people are tired. But they're going along with it because they got you by the balls. They got you. They got you by the, you know, they're pulling your hair and, and then they're stepping on your foot and they're and they're squeezing hard because you see, you can't work, Um, if you don't have the vaccine, they're gonna fire you. They're telling nurses, because they're supposedly overwhelmed in the hospital by the the unvaccinated. And they're making you think that there are thousands and thousands of people. You know, there are hundreds of beds and all the beds are being taken over by unvaccinated. That's not true. They only put a certain amount of beds aside for COVID-19 or COVID people, and if those beds are full, then it's considered full. But it's not about hundreds and hundreds of people in there. They put so many beds aside. They're letting people south of the border who have tested positive for COVID-19 into the country. And I think it's very interesting that they let the the uh, they released them into Texas and Florida. If you were a type of person who had the the, you know, had a conspiracy theory, you were a conspiracy theorist. You might think that people were actually pulling strings on this stuff. But it sure looks like they're pulling strings. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but hmm. I think it's interesting. I think that, I think sometimes the vaccine was something of an experiment. They never really had time to test it. Eight months. There's something they're not telling you. Now, why do they keep talking about Trump supporters? Even though the data does not support that, that, that uh, theory at all. It doesn't support it. It's not even a fact. Some Trump supporters, I'm sure, don't want to take the vaccine. In fact, when Trump was at his rally and he told them to go get vaccinated, they booed it. The audience actually booed it. So I'm sure there's some some uh, Trump supporters who refuse to take the vaccine. It's not even the idea that you they refuse to take the vaccine because they they don't believe in science. It's because you're trying to force it. And what do people do? What does any human being do when you're forcing them to do something they don't want to do? They resist. So now they want to blame. All of the the COVID-19 cases on the unvaccinated. Even though people, if you're working, you're required to get tested. And if you test negative for COVID-19, you can't possibly be carrying COVID nineteen. so you can't give it to COVID nineteen. Even though New York arbitrarily may I mean, arbitrarily it, uh, uh, put into effect the mask, the, the excuse me, the vaccine mandate, you still have to wear a mask indoors. De Blasio was booed at the concert. They booed him. He couldn't even talk hardly. He couldn't speak. He and his, you know. Buden. There's a lawsuit being filed against them, and rightfully so. Restaurant owners are like, he's killing us. He's killing us after an entire year of arbitrary, insane, ridiculous, absurd mandates, capacity limitations, closing, early closings, indoor, outdoor. Yanking chains, people who are still in business, barely holding on. Now have to fight, they have to hire somebody to check for vaccine mandates. And on top of that, you have to have your picture ID. You have the picture ID. You have the vaccine ID to show that it's you in order to go eat into a restaurant. So you have to discriminate. Against people who want to spend money in your establishment after you had a year of people who couldn't spend money in your establishment. And don't get it twisted because de Blasio wants to become governor. He wants to become governor. Powers that be. I said this before. Please do not let that nut become a governor. Please, I'm calling all Andrew Cuomo adversaries. Do not allow de to become governor. (laughs) Stop him, stop him now. That fool will implement this whole that whole absurd plan all over the state, the struggling upstate New York. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then they want you to, to have faith. They want you to have um. You you should trust the government. Nobody trusts the government, nor should we. And I was made aware today that everything that was approved by the FDA had some kind of safety issue. I gotta look that up and make sure that I'm correct in saying that. But every time the FDA approved of something, um, it had safety issues. And that was reported by NPR. That was some time ago. And the Pfizer one, which I explained to you what was going on, that that's one of the many cases that many lawsuits against them over the years. But it doesn't make any difference because if you're fully vaccinated, you can get COVID. So now they want to separate families and friends. And people are like, if you're not vaccinated, I'm going to cut you off. So, you know, after you've been alienated from your friends and family, after you've been left alone, after you were segregated and all this good stuff, now your life, your your family and your friends can cut you off because you don't take the jab. It's insinuated itself into your personal life, and and when this is all over, what damage did this do? Do you think after you cut me off from being your friend because I had a different idea than you that we can go back and pick up to where we were? No. No. You think that. You know, we all cool. We cool now, and everything's great. Everything's hunky dory. That we can all go back and be family. You just invited me from Thanksgiving. So, let's so say all the people in the family are fully vaccinated, and no, nobody unvaccinated is there. And you know, y'all don't get COVID. It's happening. They're not giving you a choice anymore. They're sitting here telling you, it's, it's almost like a weird B movie. You, you ever see all those weird B movies? They don't get, you know, and, and it's kind of dystopian and, and it's, you know, it's, it's dystopian and it's, it's kind of insidious, you know, everybody's going along and then there's a pandemic and then suddenly the government takes over and then there are troops marching through and I think I read that somewhere, I don't know, maybe but I, I certainly remember seeing some sort of movie where that happened. Kind of reminds you of Doctor Who a little bit too with the Cybermen, you know, marching through. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, the, you, you don't have a choice. If you want to work, if you want to live, thank God they're not buy, banning you from supermarkets. Because then, you know, you can't make money if you get fired or anything. You you can't do anything. It's, it's just... It's terrifying, really. And I'm not trying to gin up any fear. It's, it's not about ginning up fear. It's just looking at the parallels you know looking at the parallels we've seen this before it's always for the greater good what is the saying the road to hell is always paved with good intentions that there's never bad intentions when people are involved i i talk to this this is my personal wisdom in my and for myself i have seen how I had good intentions. I, You know, it, it, just good intentions. I, I didn't intend to hurt anybody. And things, it's like a big, horrible uh, monster with tentacles. And the next thing you know, there are things that you never even conceived that were possible happening as a result of your good deeds. and it's it's insidious really you, you don't even see it it's just small little devastations here and there and before you know it you've done you are the beginning and the end of all the things that you never intended to happen you only wanted to do a good thing that's all you wanted you thought you were doing a good thing and you have these unintended consequences. And it teaches you about being wary of humans and our need to save and our superhero qualities and the it's good for everybody mentality. That caused us more trouble in humanity than ever before. And it seems that we're going in that same old direction. I like this ant analogy. It's the big bulldozer that keeps pushing people to the edge. So, Pfizer has been approved by the FDA. The most sued pharmaceutical in the world. Done some shady shit throughout the world. Shady stuff. And the FDA, you know how reliable they are. How many uh, products that the FDA approve of that had to be recalled? cause people all kinds of trouble, death, even. Anyways, Anyways, I'm not trying to talk people out of getting the vaccine, of course, because it's not about that. It's just about we have to be side-eyed and watchful about what's going on here. And there's something a little rotten in Denmark. Anyhow, if you have been with me this long, I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Visit my uh, Patreon. Uh, visit my Instagram at the Black Eye. M I M H I G H ten twenty nine, and I will see you in the next segment. Bye-bye. You are listening to the Black Eye Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the second half of my podcast, Black Eye. I am your host, Michelle. I uh, came across a very interesting article regarding the end of the pandemic. And this was written by The Hill, actually, which is very interesting. Uh, and I'm just going to dive right in and then make my comments afterwards. And this is entitled "The Perpetual Pandemic: Politicians Won't Let COVID In." The specter of March 2020 is back upon us. New restrictions, panic news reports, and strict mask mandates, regardless of vaccination status, would make you think that we are nearing a peak in coronavirus deaths. And yet, the actual data paint a far less alarming picture. Thanks to the easy availability of free and highly effective vaccines, deaths from the virus are down more than 80% from December. Hospitalizations, while increasing recently, are down a third from their peak, and overall cases are down nearly two-thirds. With more than 60% of the U.S. adult population fully vaccinated and the death rate down by 86% since January, the question comes, when will the COVID-19 hysteria end? Will the pandemic ever be over? That's a very good question. Among politicians and bureaucrats, there is a clear reluctance for return to normalcy. President Biden previously promised to no more masks with vaccination before flip-flopping and demanding that even the vaccinated masks up in public, in public. Various localities, including Oregon, Hawaii, Louisiana, Nevada, Washington, D.C., are reintroducing mask mandates despite low death rates from the virus. San Francisco requires proof of vaccination for indoor activities, even though there have been just two COVID deaths there during August. As COVID-related deaths and hospitalizations plummet, New York City hired 570 employees to enforce the new Excelsior Pass vaccine passport. If you want to dine out, go to the gym, or watch entertainment, you need to show your papers. Violators can be faced thousands of dollars in fines. This move will effectively block more than two-thirds of Black residents who haven't received the shot from doing anything in the city. Meanwhile, many schools across the nation are requiring students to wear masks all day, every day, to stop a disease that is less lethal for children than the seasonal flu. Although masks are not likely to prevent the diseases spread between children, they can stop the ability to process language, verbal, and nonverbal. The current hysteria over school reopenings is largely political in nature. The American Federation of Teachers wants school restrictions and is lukewarm about its members getting mandatory vaccines. Those in charge have failed to define the end point of the pandemic. Our nation will never reach 100 percent vaccination rate or zero COVID or te- COVID te- te- cases. Oh shoot, shoot I'm sorry. Or zero COVID cases. At what point can we get back to our normal lives? In recent actions by various levels of government are any indication, not any time soon. The federal government is still playing or paying an unemployment bonus for workers to remain jobless, that's soon to end. While small businesses desperately need workers, especially as tiny margins already hammered by 2020 are eaten away by inflation. Suppliers are facing severe issues, with 60% of Americans reporting being unable to get products because of shortages. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, unilaterally unilaterally suspended private property rights by decree, though through an extension of the eviction moratorium. Even Biden believes that his actions are unconstitutional. Why is this imposition of pandemic control happening now? Are there some politicians and bureaucrats generally alarmed by new COVID variants? There must be. However, mandates to purportedly keep citizens safe also produce tremendous, nearly unanswerable, for political control. Politicians and unelected members of, of government have grown used to the emergency powers that are accumulated, cum, were accumulated during this once-in-a-century crisis. Figures such as Anthony Fauci, when will he ever be fired? The president's chief medical advisor and director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, and CDC director Rochelle Walensky are now household names with abilities to act well outside their previous purviews. And governors such as Andrew Cuomo of New York knew that doing something could garner both increased control and, for a time, favorable favorable approval ratings. And pandemic will be over only when a large majority of Americans simply start to ignore mandates and restrictions. Most fully vaccinated Americans are ready to go back to their pre-pandemic lives and have no desire to be further exploited by power-hungry D.C. elites who continue concentrating power under the guise of a crisis. Meanwhile, those same elites have repeatedly broken their own rules. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi ignored COVID restrictions to get her hair done in secret. California Governor Gavin Newsom did the same when he ate at Michelin-starred restaurant with a large group of unmasked friends. D.C. Mayor mario Bowser violated her own travel advisory when she traveled to Delaware for an essential Biden rally. Earlier this month, there was a surge in COVID cases in Martha's Vineyard after hundreds of left-wingers gathered for a spread event to celebrate Barack Obama's 60th birthday. The average American has to ask themselves. If they're not acting like it's a crisis, why should we? Our political class is increasingly out of touch with the feelings of the country at large and drunk with the emergency powers they have afforded themselves. Officials who betray public trust by refusing to relinquish control will soon face a populace ready to vote them out. Did I not just say that? They are the bulldozer that are pushing people to the edge. If they're pushing, they're pushing, pushing, pushing. If President Biden wants a Democratic majority after the midterm elections and any shot for a second term, he should pay heed to the president of the Roman dictator, Cincinnati, who ceded emergency powers not one day longer than necessary. It is Biden who does not show courage and resolution equal to the majestic authority of that office. And this is the thing. This is a very good article here, and we spoke about this. When does this end? When does this end? There's no end in sight. They, they never put an end date to it. It's always open ended. Mass mandates. For how long? 90 days, 60 days, 30 days? No. Just a mass mandate. Vaccine passports. For how long? 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? Now, I disagree with the writer with this nonsense about paying people to stay home. Look, a lot of people have other issues other than just being home and being tired. And I'm really just sick of that freaking narrative, as you may well know. But, you know, I feel that it is very much fear porn. You know, the media made millions and millions of dollars of Putting a, a death count on screen when Trump was in office. How many people died? They don't even talk about the 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 fact that the virus is ninety nine point nine percent recoverable. Like you can recover from it. You can you know it's you're going to get well. It's not going to kill everyone. Only people who have extra something extra obese or diabetes or high blood pressure only those people they're going to have a big struggle but this never stops before andrew cuomo the governor said that new york city was 70 percent vaccinated and he and Andrew Cuomo lifted all mandates and then Bill de Blasio comes back and says, well, we're going to have vaccine passports in our city, in New York City. It doesn't make sense. And now they want to curb your life. They want to jerk you around. They want to take away your freedoms. And they're not. I mean, you. I, I. I. I'm assuming that you saw the Nancy Pelosi fundraiser and how close these people were sitting. No mask on. No. No social distancing. Out in the beautiful air. Deaths are down, hospitalizations are down, but they want to beat that damn drum. God, do they beat that damn drum. That's what they want to do, beat that drum. Oh, look at it, it's rising. Oh, my God. You got this dramatic nonsense where doctors are walking out of the hospital because they don't want to have to treat the unvaccinated. What kind of dumbass nonsense is that? And that happened in Florida. what kind of nonsense is that i mean what 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 it, you know uh, retired of taking on that yeah okay they 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 have to blame somebody there has to be a straw man they has there has to be something to blame to keep this going the news media is losing touch they're losing they're losing money they're losing audience the politicians everybody's about to ignore if everybody ignored them on mass they can't arrest everybody when will dr fauci just be ignored when will the cdc just be ignored if we all ignored them if a lot of people are going because every everybody's unfallen unto the to the great bail. they've already you know taking their jab and i'm not telling people not to take your jab do what you got to do take your jab i said it again and i keep saying that's what you want to do those are your decisions i have nothing to do with it i don't care what you do do you But you have these people, these politicians, and, and you see what they're doing. You, you see what they're doing. They're going along. They're trying to ram through their, their, uh, their deal. If, if it's dying and people are dying in, in droves like they say they are, wouldn't you be more uh, in emergency, uh, thinking about it in an emergency sense? They're not really. The politicians are trying to ram through that infrastructure bill. They're thinking about their vacation. And as for the eviction moratorium, why should people be evicted when there's money set aside for the landlords to get paid? That just doesn't make sense. It makes no freaking sense. There's 46 billion dollars just sitting there and the people are getting evicted when you the money could be paid out. There's more money there than people actually owe. You know, both sides of the of the aisle are wrong here, both sides. You know, the Republicans with their, you know, draconian kick them all off the, the unemployment and get them back to work. And by the way, they kicked all those people off the $300 unemployment. And they didn't go to work. It had no impact on hiring because although there may be, and I'm putting this in high quotation marks, ten million jobs out there, a lot of those people can't even go back to the jobs that they had because those jobs are gone. You don't know how many businesses are gone for good. I said this in the previous uh, segment. They're gone. They're not coming back. They couldn't hold on for another year and a half. These businesses now can barely hold on. These small businesses, these mom and pop businesses can barely hold on. But that's what they want to do. They want to Take your freedom for the good of everybody else. Even though they're not living that life. They're not living like that. They're making you live it. They're destroying your life. They're strong-arming you. Anywho, I just wanted to share that article with you because there is good news. They want you to believe that that people are falling dead in the streets, and it's, it's not. You can tell. You can tell that infections are down. You can tell that people aren't dying in the droves that they were in early in the pandemic. You can tell that, you know, it's, it's not exactly perfect, but we are making the turn. We are making the turn. I don't know if vaccinations are the end-all or the be-all because they told us, you know, vaccinations were going to, you know, you're going to be without a mask and it's going to eliminate COVID. And they told you if you wear the mask, you're going to, COVID's going to be eliminated. And COVID is not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So, anyways, I wanted to share that article with you um, in this segment, and you know, share that. Yeah, things are getting better. They're telling you that it's not. They they're they're jinning up that fear factor because that fear factor did everyone so well. It was it did well for the elite. It did well for the politicians. It did well for the news media, the mainstream media. You know? And I think people are weary now. And uh, it's good to see that people are fighting back. There's some people who are fighting back. And we have to continue to fight back. We have to continue to fight back. We have to stand our ground and just say no no now I'm gonna end it I keep trying to end it and then I come back with more things but anyways listen if you made it with me this far, I do appreciate you thank you so much for listening and um I look forward to publishing something good tomorrow hopefully it'll be great news uh, but feel free to contact me on. Instagram at the Black Eye Podcast. It's its own separate thing. Or on Twitter at MHB1070. Or um leave a voice message here uh, t- anchor. <laughs> There's so much to remember. I leave a, di- a link in the description. I'm gonna write it down and then I'm gonna actually tell you. But um again, thank you so much for listening. And you have a good evening. Bye-bye.